They were garishly coloured, heavy plastic kitchen spoons in the shape of a wooden spoon. Apart from that, there was nothing wooden about them. Yet the manufacturers felt that they needed to allude to wood to win a place in our hearts and kitchens. There are so many things we take for granted when we cook. We stir with wooden spoons, but eat with metal ones. We used to eat with wood, too. We have strong views on things that should be served hot and things that must remain raw. Certain ingredients we boil, others we freeze or fry or grind. Many of these actions we perform instinctively or by obediently following a recipe. It is perfectly clear to anyone who prepares Italian food that a risotto should be cooked with the gradual addition of liquid, whereas pasta needs to be boiled fast in an excess of water. But why? Most aspects of cooking are far less obvious than they first appear, and there is almost always another way of doing things. Think of the utensils that were not adopted for whatever reason, the water-powered egg whisk, the magnet-operated spit roaster. It took countless inventions, small and large, to get to the well-equipped kitchens we have now, where our old low-tech friend, the wooden spoon, is joined by mixers, freezers and microwaves. But the history is largely unseen and unsung. Traditional histories of technology do not pay much attention to food. They tend to focus on hefty industrial and military developments, wheels and ships, gunpowder and telegraphs, airships and radio. When food is mentioned, it is usually in the context of agriculture, systems of tillage and irrigation, rather than the domestic work of the kitchen. But there is just as much invention in a nutcracker as in a bullet. Often, inventors have been working on something for military use, only to find that its best use is in the kitchen. Harry Brearley was a Sheffield man who invented stainless steel in 1913 as a way of improving gun barrels. Inadvertently, he improved the world's cutlery. Perry Spencer, creator of the microwave oven, was working on naval radar systems when he happened upon an entirely new method of cooking. Our kitchens owe much to the brilliance of science, and a cook experimenting with mixtures at the stove is often not very different from a chemist in the lab. We add vinegar to red cabbage to fix the colour, and use baking soda to counteract the acidity of lemon in a cake. It is wrong to suppose, however, that technology is just the appliance of scientific thought. It is something more basic and older than this. Not every culture has had formal science— a form of organised knowledge about the universe that starts with Aristotle in the 4th century BC. The modern scientific method in which experiments form part of a structured system of hypothesis, experimentation and analysis is as recent as the 17th century. The problem-solving technology of cooking goes back thousands of years. Since the earliest Stone Age humans hacking away at raw food with sharpened flints, we have always used invention to devise better ways to feed ourselves. The word technology comes from the Greek. Techne mean an art, skill or craft, and logia means the study of something. Technology is not a form of robotics but something very human. The creation of tools and techniques that answer certain uses in our lives. Sometimes technology can mean the tools themselves.
Other times it refers to the inventive know-how that made the tools possible, or the fact that people use these particular tools and not others. Scientific discovery does not depend on usage for its validity. Technology does. When equipment falls out of use, it expires. However shrewdly designed it may be, an egg-beater does not fully achieve its purpose until someone picks it up and beats eggs. Consider the fork is an exploration of the way the implements we use in the kitchen affect what we eat, how we eat, and what we feel about what we eat. Food is the great human universal. Nothing is certain in this world except death and taxes, the saying goes. It should really be death and food. Plenty of people avoid taxes. Not earning any money is one way, but certainly not the only one. Some live without sex, that other fact of life.